This is an ABC podcast. Resorts, homes and a newly built hospital have been washed away. No electricity, nothing whatsoever. We need to be prepared for the future. I'm just holding on for dear life here. This isn't fun. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Plan this time before disaster strike. Every natural disaster gets worse. What happens when something goes wrong and how do they respond to it? And make sure everyone's safety comes first. Save what for dream. You must ready. Clearing roads, restoring critical infrastructure. Eventually, I know it's going to hit. It's only a matter of time. Helping your community. Helping your family. Helping you. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Hello and welcome to Pacific Prepared. I'm Fred Hooper. We've got a great team of reporters who are on the ground chatting to you and the stories we bring you could help you, your family and your community prepare for natural disasters. The weather and how it affects you is already part of your life. So let's keep talking about being prepared. On today's show, how Vanuatu's government is taking on climate change in a very different way. Also, living off the grid in Fiji, the lifestyle choice a lot of people have chosen how it could make a difference during natural disasters and an insight into how the Tongan Broadcasting Commission stayed online during the volcanic eruption earlier in 2022. That's all coming up. This is Pacific Prepared. What's your plan? Are you ready to leave your home? Plan now before disaster strikes. Pacific Prepared. Vanuatu, like many Pacific countries, are feeling the impacts of climate change in a big way. So much so that the Vanuatu government is asking the International Court of Justice if inaction on climate change is a violation of human rights. So here's where things are right now. Since last year, the Vanuatu government has been running the ICJ initiative and gathering support from countries around the world. The government recently announced that they would be delivering the finalised opinion draft. This is the Vanuatu government's climate special envoy, Bakoa Kaltonga, I am Bakoa Kaltonga. I am currently the uh, caretaker of the uh, caretaker minister of uh, agriculture, livestock, uh, forestry, fisheries, and biosecurity of the government of the Republic of Vanuatu. And I'm also appointed as the uh, special envoy for climate change. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining the program today. Um, it seems like there's quite a few different moving parts to what you're trying to achieve. First of all, can you just talk me through where things are up to at the moment? Yeah, so uh, we have a core core team of officials uh, working on the, uh, the ICJ initiative. Well, we're, we're, <clears throat> we're almost approaching the uh, uh, its conclusion where... Uh, you would appreciate yesterday, uh, Mr. Tevi announced the um, uh, uh, announced that we would be distributing the uh, uh, the finalised uh, opinion draft to all the member countries of the United Nations, and that would be including Australia. <clears throat> and uh, we're carefully drafting it, so uh, we've got it uh, pitch perfect. Uh, meanwhile, uh, with the core team uh, uh, of five or six people, we're covering 
uh, a number of continents, and that's including uh, the Pacific, the Asia, uh, and Africa, and, and also Europe, uh, before we'd head down to uh, New York, uh, hopefully towards the end of this year for the vote. So we're basically mustering support, and uh, we've got support from the Pacific Island Forum leaders, and that's including Australia, and the Caribbean leaders of the CARICOM community, and also the Council of Ministers of the uh, ACPEU uh, Members of Parliament. We would have in total, just with the ACP alone, we would have a total of uh, uh, eight, 80 members of, of this particular group, which would be quite sufficient uh, to get the uh, the motion passed. Uh, but you'd also appreciate that uh, in at yesterday's meeting, when the our ambassador presented uh, to Parliament the uh, to 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 the UN General Assembly the. Uh, uh, the rundown on the ICJ initiative, uh, uh, 21 core countries came to the fore, endorsing uh, their support. And these were from Europe, which included the uh, Portugal, New Zealand came in, African countries, Singapore, uh, Morocco, uh, Liechtenstein and Costa Rica, uh, Germany, uh, and also the Caribbean countries. And uh, these 21 countries also worked on these regions, some of them. And uh, apart from Costa Rica and, and Singapore, uh, so you'd appreciate that at the end of the day, would probably be approaching 100, uh, 100 votes in the General Assembly. So that's how far we've with progress in a very short, short, short space of time. Uh, Minister, can you just, for someone who might be listening to this, can you take us back to the start of, of this action that you are, you, you brought on and you're now taking to the International Court of, uh, International Court of Justice. Can you just take us back to the start of, of where, where this started and where it actually arose from? Like what was the need first of all, and what were the instigating factors that made you decide to do this? One of our, Biggest problems was that uh, with uh, climate change uh, matters, and, and uh, uh, also uh, since 2015, when we had the cyclone Pam, uh, Category Five cyclone, uh, it devastated the whole country and caused uh, uh, damages to the, the vicinity of 500 U, U, US dollars, million US dollars, and when we um, we 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 fundraised money in the international arena. Uh, we only raised uh, uh, fifty million dollars, uh, and that's when we found that it wasn't possible for Vanuatu to sustain uh, the economy and uh, the population over the best part of a decade, given the number of cyclones that have hit the country uh, in the last decade have been three or so. Our students, uh, our students uh, also raised the issue with the government. Uh, we, we have a very strong law faculty, the University of South Pacific in Port Vila, and they're starting 
putting together questions, put them forward to the uh, the government until the government decided, well, perhaps uh, <clears throat> given the, the justifications that are being put forward, perhaps Republic of Vanuatu would uh, take the initiative and, and, and take, take the matter to the International Court of Justice. You were talking just a moment ago about the countries who you've been working with and you're hoping that will help to bring this issue to the, to the International Court of Justice as well. Are you confident of gaining even more support than what you've already got on that list? Well, it's gaining uh, quite a lot of uh, momentum, uh, uh, especially uh, considering uh, you know the fact that uh, climate change now has become... Quite a major issue in the globe, and you you you've probably experienced it yourself in Australia. We're having the same problems in Vanuatu, and uh, uh, you know we're working with over twenty thousand non-government organisations who are also lobbying, uh, not for Vanuatu but for the issue itself on climate change. And uh, so there's a human rights appeal uh, to it. So. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, more countries could be part of it because uh, the initiative per se is not confrontational. It's uh, merely to seek an opinion, uh, to clarify the current legal frameworks we're operating within, including the past agreement, uh, whether we're doing enough. Uh, to assist countries who are low emitters uh, to uh, sustain their vulnerabilities. And uh, uh, it's uh, pretty unfair at this stage and something's got to give. Just listening to you now, it does sound like there might be a level of frustration um, from from yourself and from the Pacific in general. Is that that what you're thinking as well? Is that what you're seeing, that people in the Pacific are frustrated that – that you're seeing climate change from your point of view, but it, it might not be um, as widely recognised in countries outside the Pacific. Is that is that a fair statement to make? Absolutely. The Pacific, uh, the effect on climate change on small island countries is greater than the effect it has on the greater nations. Being low emitters, uh, we feel the effects more greatly over a greater spans of our nation and our communities. And uh, therefore, we're, um, uh, you know, we've we've been crying for the last 30 years for assistance. So ours is a litany of uncertainty uh, in the midst of the climate change crisis and also litany of false promises that were made during COP27. And we've been trying out for over 30 years now to get some form of assistance to mitigate climate change challenges which haven't eventuated. Vanuatu's Climate Special Envoy, Bakoa Kaltonga. We'll keep across all the details of the envoy to see how things unfold. The time to prepare is now, not right before an emergency. No electricity, nothing whatsoever. You are listening to Pacific Prepared. Cyclone season has started across the Pacific. So people might be thinking about stocking up on food for those times when it's hard to get out and about. I wonder if you've ever thought of taking the next step of growing your own food. 
And one step further, maybe you're not even connected to the power grid. You are completely off the grid in so many ways. This seems to be a common way of living in the Pacific. So I wanted to find out a little more about this life. We visited a small village in Fiji's northern island of Vanua Levu earlier this year. We plant our own rice too, since uh, the Rio we've been planting, and uh, it's good for the climate change that's coming up too. Because uh, while planting crops, it, uh, when hurricanes comes up, it uh, damages all the crops. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm an uh, Tape Bolvola from uh, Nakasa, Wailu East, South Savo, and uh, I'm originally from here. And uh, I'm living on this uh, property, it's about uh, 12 to 15 years now. I'm uh, Sanita. I'm married to Amen Bolabola. I'm originally from Madhuata. This is a beautiful property that you're on here at the moment. Are you sort of completely self-sufficient here? Yeah, we 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 uh, we, we stay here. Like uh, we are planning to get off uh, off read from other systems of this uh, country. Like uh, because when I was brought up, I was brought up differently. And uh, how were you brought up? What, what do you mean by that? I, I, I mean, I was uh, been in a family, like my father is a teacher, and uh, we live in the uh, in the in the city, like in town. And after he retired, we moved to the village. And uh, in that way, I found out that uh, in in the city we live differently. We buy foods, and uh, in the in the village, we never buy food because everything around. Uh, and that's why we we are not in the village right now. We we move right to this property, and uh, my old grandfather gave me about five acres of land here, and we start uh, to plant. Like, uh, uh, and we are planning to just plant our own food, and uh, live in uh, sufficient like uh, uh, without sugar. We never buy sugar from the shop. We make our own honey, and we there's uh, bee boxes around the corner, yep. and. Uh, the bee provides us for our sugar, and uh, we plant our own vegetables, and uh, we plant our own rice too, since uh, the years we've been planting, and uh, it's good for the climate change that's coming up too, because uh, while planting crops, it uh, when hurricanes comes up, it uh, damage all the crops. So that is something that you're thinking about is is climate change and the disasters that happen in places like Fiji. Is that something that you think about a little bit too? Yeah, since you know when uh, cyclones come in, uh, because uh, we, uh, I mean, we, when we buy uh, foods from the shop, the ships get uh, the the foods from Suva to uh, this island, and during climate uh, change, the hurricane come in, ships are not going across the island. So in that way, we are running sort of food from the shops, yeah. uh, so we are preparing ourselves too on that. So we, we like we like to live. Uh, uh, out from the system so we can survive. Yeah. How do you describe living off the grid? What's, what's it like living here? Uh, as Fijian, we got no money. When we in that system of grid, we just uh, like... We, yeah. Like um, uh, biogas. We usually buy gas from the shop. Yeah. Uh, even uh, our energy, like Electricity. We use solar systems and all, and very, very, very helpful. On uh, that's why we uh, we we like to go off grid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Corn. Yeah. This is corn. Yeah. We usually harvest corn and dry it up through the sun. Okay. And we can uh, grind it and make our own flour. 
Oh, wow. Uh, rather than buying flowers from the shop. All yeah, right, incredible. Mm. Okay. Uh, we, we, we just can plant corn here and uh, plant and grind our own food. Yeah. Mm. And how, many, how, how big is your property that we're on at the moment? Yeah, it's about five acres of land, and we, I got two property. One is here, and one is just beside the road. Okay. And we've got a, there's a big sort of field or paddock down here, which has been turned over. The soil's been turned over on it. What's yeah. what's in there? Is there anything in there at the moment, or? Yeah, no. It's, we just you know, we should do soil preparation, and that's what we have been taught. It it uh, usually we cannot plant uh, good uh, vegetables without uh, good soil preparation. Mm-hmm. So, like we saw it, and uh, we put uh, fertilizer like uh, chicken manure yeah, and okay. uh, cow 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 manure, yeah. and it's uh, natural. And we tr- we encouraging we feeding people for that uh, natural uh, uh, without uh, chemicals. Yeah. Who's in charge of the garden here? Oh. Uh, everybody's Everybody. in charge because they are all eating. Yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. You're all reaping the benefits of it. Yeah. All, all get benefits. This um, is pineapple? Oh, there's pineapple right in front of us. Yeah, pineapple okay. and breadfruit all around. And yeah. there's avocado. Mm. Uh-huh. There's... Uh, Kamkod. Kamkod yeah, and... Uh, uh, like this environment. Yeah. We like the environment. It's, an, it's amazing. We get our own... Uh, uh, timber from our uh, trees here, and uh, we got chainsaws, and this is my tool room. Uh, the walls we cut, we just cut trees down with chainsaws and uh, put the walls on it, and it's uh, cheaper because uh, in the when we get timber from the timber yard, it's a bit uh, very expensive, so we buy chainsaw. And we cut our own timber from trees just beside the house. Sounds like the only thing you need is fuel, right? Yeah, the only thing we get it get from the town is the fuel. And uh, we build our own uh, uh, houses with uh, our own trees around. And this property was your family's property too, right? Uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 the family gave the property without our house. So I build my own, we build our own house here. Yeah. It's been with your family for a little while, like a long time, or? Yeah, but the family was uh, planting without a house here. Yeah. They just put a small shed, and uh, everybody was in the village. And uh, when I heard that they were planting here, and that's why I built a house, because it's a bit easier not going back to the village in and out. Yeah. Mm. You're very sort of, well, you're not remote, but you're very isol- isolated here too, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's good to be isolated sometimes, you know. When COVID come around, we have been. The, it's never affected us because we have been so long with uh, uh, this kind of uh, environment. Yeah. Mm. Can we, do you mind if we go inside your house yeah. and have a look? Yeah. I'll just take my shoes off too. Yeah. Uh, can I leave them here? Is that okay? <laughs> are you saying you should clean up? Don't clean the house. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. This is our house, and uh, this is uh, solar systems, and uh, this is our own bed that we just uh, use. Yeah. We make it here, yeah. and uh, this is a children's bed. Oh, it's uh, it's done from iron, yeah. and uh, that's how we live here inside the house. We've got two rooms and a small sitting room here okay. with a bare floorboards. We cut it from the shop, so that's how we lived, and yeah. it's a solar system. It's and we live simple here. It's, it is simple, isn't it? But it is, I guess, is what you what you like to do and what you love, isn't it? Right. I love the house because it's simple. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah.
for this is our dining. Yeah, our dining, and we used to sit here with that table outside. Oh yes. Uh, sometimes we in good. Uh, I mean, uh, the sunny weather, we just take the table and eat under the trees. Yeah. Because you can. It's very lovely. It's here. beautiful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And this is the uh, kitchen. Okay, this is the kitchen. Yeah, All right. To, we used to use firewood here before. Yeah. And uh, now we just uh, show it to people, and now we're using the uh, biogas yeah. system. Yeah. And with a small sink there, just for, you know, live simple but hygiene. And you have uh, a tank, a water tank somewhere, I yeah, assume? Yeah, we've got a water tank outside there for reserves. Yeah. While uh, climate change coming in, we just reserve our waters on that. Yeah, yeah. So we've got small pumps, uh, like uh, solar pumps, to pump water coming in, in and out. Mm-hmm. And we really enjoy living outside here in the off-grid system. Is this something that you would sort of recommend to other people, like live, trying oh, to live yeah. off-grid if and, they can? And, and encouraging people to live uh, uh, this uh, kind of uh, uh, life because... Uh, you know, we are on the world of uh, speed, speed world, and we, you know, people were sick because of stress. And uh, in this environment, we really have a peace in mind, and I'm encouraging people to, to do this. And uh, you, you'll, you'll be healthy and be happy. Amenatapa Volavola and his wife, Sunita Volavola, from Nakasa on Vanuolevu in Fiji. Also, thank you to Josiah and Eleanor from FBC. Fiji Broadcasting Corporation for their assistance with this story. People's lives have been affected by a disaster. Know what to do. Know what to do. Know what to do. Clearing roads, restoring critical infrastructure. All the signs are coming, so we have to prepare. Be prepared. Pacific Prepared. Early in 2022, Tonga experienced the Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai volcanic eruption. I'm not sure of the scientific term, but it was huge. The eruption triggered a tsunami, which wiped out villages that surrounded the main island of Tonga. After the eruption and tsunami, phones in Tonga were working, but only locally. There was no international communication to start with. There was one form of communication in Tonga that was so important at this time, radio. We managed to broadcast throughout the night. We were the only radio that was on at that night. This is Viola Ulakai, the CEO of the Tonga Broadcasting Commission. She's speaking with a documentary crew called Small World Stories and their series, Pandemic Warriors. Next day, it was all black, covered with the ash. We allow people to talk on air at that time just to make sure that everyone is okay. Viola said families were worried. They didn't know where people were, if they were okay or not. Not knowing how these people, you know, along the waterfront are and even their relatives on the outer islands. We were trying to reconnect some of the families. They were calling and tell us. Uh, two of our children, they went on a picnic to the western side of the island. They haven't heard from them. So once they hang up the phone, there was someone else called to just to inform they are here well and safe with us. You know, it's like comforting families and also the people of Tonga. Aid for Tonga came from across the world, which was amazing to see, but... When this happened in early 2022, Tonga had not registered a single case of COVID-19. 
And even though A was being delivered with a huge amount of care, with COVID-19 in mind, it still crept through. It was really hard for us to uh, manage that because a lot of our uh, colleagues, they got the COVID-19. And we have to make sure that um, there still be someone here to go on air. But then uh, I think we were lucky because Tonga had enough time to take the vaccination. All those catastrophes, for us here in Tonga, we're still trying to recover. But then, at the same time, we managed to, to handle it. We've got to be resilient. Audio from the program called Pandemic Warriors. That was just a little bit of an episode focused on how Tonga Broadcasting Commission managed to stay on air around the time of the volcanic eruption in early 2022. You can also see the whole episode on ABC iView Australia. We need to be prepared for the future. Helping you stay safe. We have built a seawall two times, but it did no good. What happens when something goes wrong and how do they respond to it? Plan this time before disaster strike. Every natural disaster gets worse. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared. Helping you stay safe. Pacific Prepared. When disaster strikes, you may have to evacuate quickly and be away from your home for some time. So, disaster authorities recommend making a kit with some essential items you will need if you have to flee your home. These are commonly known as go bags. Your go bag should be brightly colored and easy to carry, something like a large sports bag or backpack. Some go bags have a lot of items and can be quite expensive. Some cost almost nothing. Each episode, we will bring another item for your go bag and you can decide if it is right for you and how you can make it work. Duct tape is an inexpensive, strongly adhesive silver grey or black cloth tape. It can solve many problems in an emergency. It can repair holes, seal pipes and even be used in first aid. It can fix broken eyeglasses, clothing or be used to hold important items at a safe height. Consider adding duct tape to your go bag. Listen in next time for another item that will help make you ready to go. This information has been drawn from various sources, including the Red Cross, the United Nations and government agencies. Be informed, be prepared, Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared is supported by the Pacific Media Assistance Scheme with funding from the Australian Government's Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. Any views expressed do not necessarily represent those of PACMAS or the Australian Government. 
It's produced and distributed in partnership with Radio Australia and networks across the Pacific, including Radio New Zealand Pacific, NBC Papua New Guinea, Palau Wave Radio, Capital FM 107 Vanuatu, FBC Fiji, Samoa National Radio 2AP, SIBC Solomon Islands Broadcasting Corporation, and TBC Tonga. If your organisation is working in disaster preparedness or resilience, keep us informed so that we can keep everyone informed. Maybe you've got a story idea, a personal experience to share, a topic to cover, or someone that we should meet. The easiest way to get in touch is to search for Pacific Prepared, then scroll down to the Connect With Us section. You can also listen back to the program. Just type Pacific Prepared into your search engine and you'll find us. We're also on the ABC Listen app. My name's Fred Hooper. Please share any information you've learned today and stay safe. This has been Pacific Prepared. Pacific Prepared.